promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible, citizen-centric government? This is my for populism with a purpose. Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician, and she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and post-partisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. This is a a bonus podcast. I'm Vince Toche with your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. And what, what are we going to talk about here in this uh, little we're bonus gonna, banter? Uh, we're going to talk about how desperately we need immigration reform. And we're going to talk about it, you know, based on this Mississippi illustration. I mean, this is a hugely complicated problem, which Kamala Harris has tried um, on Meet the Press this morning to um, simplify down to a... Um, a campaign of uh, terror against Hispanics um, uh, perpetrated by President Trump. Now, if you're one of the people, 680 people who was affected by this particular um, set of raids, uh, there wasn't one raid. There were seven raids. Um, And if you were impacted, I'm sure it was pretty terrorizing. But there are facts here that um, the senator's comments um, overlook. The raids in Mississippi that involved ICE agents from all over the country were the result of a one-year-long investigation by the Department of Homeland Security, um, Immigration, and um, uh, Customs Enforcement, Interior Enforcement um, Department. And you know what the tip was? Vince, this is going to kill you. What tipped off ICE to start to look at these seven different plants owned by, um, by, I believe, six different companies? It was the movement of ankle bracelets that had been put on Um, the ankles of um, would-be asylum seekers who are not eligible to work in the United States and people who had orders of deportation but, you know, had appeals left who are also not eligible to work in the United States. And yet we the the people who monitor those ankle bracelets were seeing this this, um, traffic and grouping, and that's what got their interest. So as of January 1, 2017, um, private employers who have more than 50 employees are now required to use the E-Verify system. And they are subject to penalties if they hire people without using the E-Verify system. And it used to be, you know, I mean, people would show up with, a uh, social security card. Um, that used to be enough before this 2017 law, you know, but 
and, and you would show a card and somebody would fill out an I-9 form, which is an immigration, you know, a form for the government, and off you would go. But since 2017, the, the documentation that you have to give to an employer, has, the requirements have become stiffer. Um, and so now we are seeing cases where um, the Wall Street Journal, in their reporting on the raids in Mississippi, were uh, made a point that the requirement of, um, of documentation of the use of documented use of the E-Verify system um, has led to a need for an increased, sophisticated um, manufacturing system for false papers. So if a dummy SS card, well, a Social Security card, will no longer suffice, now you, if you're a forger, you've got to move into the territory of selling people real identities. You're really in the, the area of identity theft. Um, and so the Wall Street Journal pointed to examples of dead people's Social Security numbers being used of babies' social security numbers being used, of, you know, dark web stolen identities being used. Remember the um, Credit Bureau hack a year ago. Um, So it's harder, it's harder for the employer now to identify false documents, but it's not impossible. And that's what these ICE raids were about. They were about employers who took the easy route. So ICE is not the bad guy here. And by the way, the penalties accruing to using a false ID if you're an illegal immigrant looking for to work under, you know, in violation of U.S. law, those are civil penalties. You get fined. If you or I, as an American citizen, Vince, were to steal somebody else's ID, we would go to the federal penitentiary for a number of years in addition to paying a fine and restitution. So <clears throat> 300 people were released immediately on humanitarian reasons, and that means if you're the sole support of a family, et cetera, that, that you know, you got a court date to come back, um, but you were released. Now, whether those people are able to go back to work still in violation of the U.S. law, um, is, is a bit unclear. But you know what? I, for one, do not want to see any more pictures of crying children. If ICE is going to have a raid like this, then I think the humanitarian considerations for a raid like this need to be incorporated into their planning. That we, we do not, as Americans, want to scare the willies out of little children. We don't want to separate them from their parents unnecessarily. So, you know, that's a note for our, um, for any future raids. So, you know what? Uh, I actually looked up the fee scale, for the, you know, the fine scale, I should say, for U.S. Customs and Immigration Enforcement. And, and so 
the civil penalties for knowingly hiring, recruiting, or referring an unauthorized person, uh, those, those fines range in, per incident, per person, from 573 to $4,586 per person, per incident. Okay? If you get caught a second time, that penalty starts at $4,586 and goes to $11,400 per person. Now, it is also, if you do this, if it's not a paperwork violation, but you routinely employ undocumented aliens, people who, for one reason or another, the name doesn't match the number, whatever, don't pass the e-verify uh, check and and you say and you continue to employ them, which you can do in hopes that you don't get caught. Okay. What I want to see happen next is I want to see the employers be penalized. If it's a civil penalty, let's apply it. If this is a situation that's gone on for a long time and there are, you know, numbers of incidents, then let's apply those higher penalties. And oh, by the way, if you do this willfully and repeatedly, as did the PICO people, they have quite a history with ICE, according to a number of local Mississippi and national news outlets that I checked this week. And by the way, the person who owns PICO is a Chinese immigrant who lives here in California. So these are all multi-state companies. So if you repeatedly violate the E-Verify requirements for hiring people who are authorized to work in the United States, then you should go to jail. And yes, there are criminal penalties for repeated and willful violation. So my next step is to watch what that U.S. attorney does in the Southern District of Mississippi. Does he charge these people, either civilly, these owners of these plants, either civilly or collectively? And just because a company is called Coke and has more than one plant to process chickens in Mississippi does not mean it's a part of Coke Industries. It's not. There's no relationship. Just want to make that clear. So in the final analysis, Vince, you asked a really good question. You asked a question about, well, you know, who's going to process the chicken? You know what? That is a question because I can remember, you know, being born in Petaluma, I can remember when, you know, it was a middle-class job to process chicken. Today it's not. In southern Mississippi, the unemployment rate's 1% higher than the national average, but it's not that high. So we have programs for guest workers. But those programs do not involve, uh, do not cover situations like chicken processing where you need, if there is a labor shortage, if you need people 12 months of the year. You know what? Screw it. Just automate it. They automate everything else. 
Well, it is reasonably automated. I mean, you know, it's much more automated than it used to be. But, um, you know, if you look at the pictures that they show, I mean, there are some steps in this process that can, that are automated and some that are not. Um, And sometimes, um, in some situations, um, labor, human labor can make decisions that we don't yet have um, uh, artificially intelligent robots to do. So, but your point's well taken. These are not going to be jobs of the future. So what we really need... Is a freedom dividend. A thousand bucks a month, every month, for every human being. And where are you going to get the money to pay for that? Elon Musk will take care of it. Yeah, Elon Musk is going broke. You know that. Do you see that Elon Musk is uh, supporting Andrew Yang? I I would get that that Elon Musk would support Andrew Yang. I, That's I, right. I totally get that. Elon Musk is part of the Yang gang. I totally get that. And Elon Musk is one of those leading voices and saying, "Wait a minute, don't you count on AI to do everything cuz it, you know, it can be a da- if not regulated, it's a dangerous force." Okay? But that's not the subject at hand. The subject at hand is in 2019, 2020, 2021, we are going to need labor to process those chickens or you're not going to get your McNuggets. Chick-fil-A. I prefer Chick-fil-A. I've never had a Chick-fil-A. You've never had Chick-fil-A? No. Holy cow. It's, it's like the best fast food ever. Well, they've, they've, you've got to check one out. They, I mean, they, they have them here in California now. Uh, yeah, do yourself a favor, Chick-fil-A, you won't regret it. Have you ever had a chicken snitchel? Not to my knowledge. Oh, God, I had one at, at an Oktoberfest a couple of years ago. Oh, my God, I'm still having dreams about that. <clears throat> but I actually made old-fashioned southern fried chicken for my family a couple of weeks ago. Um, and there was none left. So, yeah, chicken's an important commodity. And if we need labor, we don't want these people to have to live. This has nothing to do with Hispanic racism against Hispanics. Okay? There are a lot of non-Hispanic people mixed up in the 680. This has a lot to do with understanding who's in our labor force. So if we need a visa type for 12-month, you know, guest workers, as we have for agricultural workers, as we have for tech workers, as we have for other um, uh, hospitality workers, et cetera, then we've got to come up with a visa type. But there are some complexities in that visa type because it's for 12-month employment. So we got to understand what kind of privileges we're going to give those people, um, how long those visas should be valid for, because there is some skill in this labor. I, it's not totally unskilled. Um, 
And we've got to understand if they're going to be here for 12 months, are they going to be sending money home to their families? Are their families going to be able to be with them? And how are we going to treat those families? But you see, that's a positive solution to a labor shortage in which people don't have to do things that put them um, at cross purposes with United States law. You know, it's like it's like Congress's failure to to do something with immigration reform creates the opportunity for Kamala Harris to create hysteria in the Hispanic community. So once again, Congress, do something. Subscribe to the Reimagine America podcast at reimagineamerica.org and ricochet.com. Email Joyce at Joyce at Reimagine America Radio. Follow her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy, all one word. And you can follow the show at Reimagine Radio. This has been Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Take a minute now and go to www.reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum, donate, tell others, and sign up to receive future podcasts. That's reimagineamerica.org. And join us again next week for Reimagine America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.